everybody. Thank you for joining us this week. Nate, ugh, Nate Bargatze is in the room with me. Thank you so much yeah. for being here, man. No, this is exciting. Thank you. Um, you wanted to talk about Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, is it, I'm telling you for the last time, I'm right? I'm telling you for the last time. I yeah. think I said the last time. <laughs> I think I said last time I'm telling you. But it is, I'm telling you for the last time. <laughs> I've always got it confused. That's fine. Uh, so... Did you was Seinfeld a, co- a comedian first or a TV star first for you? Which uh, you know what he might have been a comedian. You know, uh, I don't know if I like grew up like uh, like worshiping stand up. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like I think a lot of people worshipped. I think I knew he was a comedian. Though. Mm-hmm. I did know he was a comedian. Sure. Uh, but I think it was, you know what, it probably was all off the show, so yeah. really, it, I guess it would be the show. It's almost one and the same with him. It, it does feel that way. When's yeah. the first time you heard this album? Uh, I went to, uh, when did I hear it? It was right before I started comedy, or maybe right at it, mm-hmm. and uh, I just remember it, it, it coming out, and it was, uh, I, I listened to it a bunch, but it was just, I liked how, like, you know... My comedy's not even like his, but like I, I just liked like he's it's an old school like there's no words that don't need to be there. Yeah, it's you know it's all just to the point of everything, and you know you could tell it was it was like 20 years of work yeah. that he's just throwing in, which was I think what they did then. Like right. you know, it's not like now it's the you know you gotta have a new hour so much. Yeah, but back then those guys didn't do that. They you know. They said it, and they did it, and the way he was like, this is it. This is, like, my work for 20 years. Is he still sort of grandfathered in? Does he still get to do that if he wants? Ride it out? What, like, yeah, not have to yeah, come just, up the new... I mean, he's, yeah. he makes it seem that way, right? It's yeah, I, th- I absolutely think so. I, I'm, I'm very blown away with, like, uh, you can see, you know, I like I, I love Seinfeld. Mm. Like, he's probably, you know... I you know comic wise now like I'm not like there's I love Burr Bill Burr mm-hmm. and like uh, so there's other guys I get like I, he is older you can tell like sure. it's not but it's still like for what he did like I think it was the most perfect stand up career that I yeah. would like you know mm-hmm. just that like almost like everything was just he had it set up he started stand up he goes to Carson he was doing good on the road making money then right. his show is like the biggest sitcom ever yeah and then just right back into stand-up and mm-hmm. just is like it's almost like the perfect life it's like, true he's done everything flawless mm-hmm. not stopping is is a big thing though i think for stand-ups right like yeah is, but, is that way for you like if you would you do you think if if tomorrow was you know here's my sitcom do you think yeah. you still want to do stand-up yes i want to do it the rest of my life that's i've always liked that's why i liked leno and like uh, you know, guys that have just never let it go, that, that have always done it, and mm-hmm. they keep doing it. Yeah, I, I, I love that. You know, they stay true to like the thing that made them. It's like the thing that you do love doing. We want to do all that other stuff, but the other stuff is just to get people to know who I am, so you can come see, so I can do the thing that I want to do. Yeah. Uh, but I think stand up is like the best. There's nothing, you know, to, like I, you know, I like I've hated my act recently, and uh, just because you get tired of singing mm-hmm. it. And I had a new joke last night, and I'm, I mean, within, the the difference is crazy. Yeah. I'm, like, so excited That's tonight awesome. to do a show. Yeah. Because it's like I have this, this one new joke. Mm-hmm. It's nothing, it's not the other stuff, yeah. but it adds life into everything because you're just, like, excited to get to this one new joke. That's crazy. Yeah. Is it, does it change how you approach the other jokes, or are they basically the same? Are they where they were? 
Uh, like, what do I make them different? Yeah, I mean, does it uh, in any way change the rest of the act? Uh, no, I don't. You know, I don't think so. It can be, you know, uh, I don't think it changes the rest because some of them are like good, good done, like in a sense, like mm -hmm. you know, it's like they work. And uh, when you tell them too much, they can stop working just because sure. you lose whatever it is that you're telling. That's another thing with like Seinfeld. That's imp like impress like to tell those jokes for that long. And I get like, look, you gotta you gotta write a new act. Sure. He didn't have. He would have if he had the time, but he was doing you know the biggest sitcom in the world. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> he, uh, I understand like he didn't, but he like you know he still delivered them all. It's like that's the thing. That's the trick of like comedy is you got to deliver jokes. That you say a lot, uh, even if you do them for, a, if, even if you get to Burr and Louie where you're doing them a year or two. Sure. But you still, they're going to do them a ton. So they have to deliver the jokes as this is the first time. I got to make, you got to make right. the crowd like think like this is the best show I've ever had. Yeah. And you guys were a part of it. Even, you, you know. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. Do no. you prefer to find an exact way to say it? Are you very specific about the wording or. Is it still just the essence of it? Uh, it's the, the essence. I like it. It's basically all there. Like once you say it a bunch, you kind of get in that routine. But I will change. Like I'll change non-important words. Uh, uh, I might add a couple extra little ands and these to like get an extra like beat or something. Sure. Uh, so you, I could do that, and that can make it a little fresh too. Like right, just to like add, you know, some kind of something different right you know and that's something that seinfeld didn't do yeah so it's you know it's that was you know seeing that like seeing seinfeld was like that's how you th that's what i thought you're supposed to do when you start comedy mm -hmm. and then i guess like once you start doing it like you realize it's like oh well that's like you know once you get into comedy it's like you know you all you have is like cosby seinfeld you know eddie murphy richard Pryor, or whoever like those are the only people that you would know that do comedy and then once right. you get in it you're like oh wow you're like you're pretty blown away right yeah where did you start doing stand-up uh in chicago okay i moved there first from from nashville mm -hmm. moved to chicago was there for two years and then uh moved to new york mm -hmm. what was uh what was the impetus for chicago was it just that it was close enough or that it was I mean, it wasn't New York, so I'm, I'm just no, curious yeah. why you choose Chicago. It was uh, uh, my buddy Michael Clay uh, wanted to go do Second City. Okay. We were working, like we were just doing like, you know, reading water meters. Like, I don't know, sure. whatever blue collar, whatever job I would still be doing. Mm -hmm. uh, or I'll go back to when this doesn't pan out. <laughs> and it, uh, we were just doing that, and uh, he wanted to take improv at Second City. And I don't know if I really even knew like about Second City, but I was like, I just was like, yeah, I'll go. I think I want to do stand-up. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, I still haven't done an open mic in Nashville, but I like went to one and watched. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to, you know, and that's why he, because he said Chicago. So yeah. I was like, all right. And New York was because a guy was moving to New York, a comic. Mm -hmm. And he was like, uh, but his fan was like, I'm going to go. And we, I was just kind of, it was a lot of like just, you know, I don't like. I don't know. If it's all pre-planned. Just a lot of luck. That's crazy. Like just to be like, all right, you're going to New York. I'll go with you to mm -hmm. New York, and let's do it. You, you know, know, that part of the story is not. It doesn't seem that unusual, but I think it, it, it's getting less unusual to hear for me. But the idea that a lot of people who get into comedy sort of only know 
that they want to get into comedy, they're not necessarily aware of like all their options. Like you said, you didn't yeah. know a lot about Second City, but all of a sudden you get there and like, what's the first moment you when you sort of real if you remember like when you suddenly realized how big comedy was or how many options you had or how many options there were anyway. Uh, I mean, it, it, was, it was Chicago. It was like going there with the improv, you know. And I took a class first, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm not against class. Like some comics hate them. I don't. I, I have no problem with them. It's like no, you can't go to class. They're not going to teach you how to be funny, no. but you're at least going to get around people that are starting like you. Mm -hmm. So you at least around other supportive people without. Because it's so scary to go into an open mic. It's yeah. the most intimidating. That's all, that's more intimidating. Like out of all the. Uh, intimidation you would go through in this business I feel like when you first go into an open like that's the most yeah. intimidating because you don't know you know because you see guys that have been doing it for a year and right. you could watch that guy and be like that guy's the best I've ever seen mm -hmm. you know I was talking to just someone that's like I do show like I'll still like those guys I can still see now that I will still look at them and like they will you know no matter where we're at in our careers or whatever mm -hmm. But they can always still be bigger than me because they just were when I first started. Mm -hmm. So, like, you just remember that, right. you know. So, uh, but Chicago, I guess, there was the improv and then, you know, the open mics. I, I want to say Chicago. I'm trying to think of it. Maybe it was New York. New York was, like, the most, like, you go there and it's, like, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, you know, I mean, I remember right when I moved to New York, we met a guy. We went to an open mic. And then he was, like... Uh, he goes, all right, uh, I got another show to go to. And we're like, can we just follow you? And he was like, yeah. And so we were like, followed him to like two other shows. Mm -hmm. So that's when I was like, this, this is crazy. And I thought that guy had to, you know, I figured he ran New York. Right. Right. That was, was way <laughs> off. Uh, he did not. But I thought he was like, well, I just ran with a guy that's the best comic in New York city. Yeah. And I had no idea the levels, uh, so like you know that was when I learned about the shows, mm -hmm. and then I, I barked. I handed out flyers at a Boston Comedy Club, like for you do it for stage time, help run the show and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that was the first. There was good because I I was I, I wasn't running around. I was like staring, standing in a place as all these other great dudes, these great comics, Burr, you know, Big J, Kerr, Detail, Chappelle would always come in like. Uh, you would see those guys coming, and they would do. They would be doing spots all over the city, and they would usually end up there last. Mm -hmm. So I would then. That's when I saw how good comedy is, yeah, and how much it's better than I even. Like I don't even know. Were, yeah, did you have a concept of it as a craft first, or is it just like this is something I want to try? Uh, I knew it was like you know my dad's a, a magician. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he does like so, and he does comedy, and his magic, and I've done stuff with him. So I, I knew like, you know, doing stuff with him, I knew, uh, you know, I knew I, 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 I like I got it. I, I just didn't know the world of it, like because yeah. he was in a different world uh, than I was. Or he was doing, but he was doing shows like now when I do all these like do, when I would like come up and you're doing all these crappy one nighters. Mm -hmm. I realized like that's probably what he was doing too. I didn't know that then. Yeah. Like, he didn't come home and go, I was in this bar and, like, whatever. <clears throat> he didn't, like, he didn't, you know, so I didn't know. Mm -hmm. But now, doing them, I'm like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, he was doing some probably pretty bad ones. Right. No, I can imagine. It's got to be harder even for, so does he do magic and comedy or both? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Together, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'll did just, you, I have to wonder then, did you get your concept of the punchline from him and is that a different pattern than just a stand-up comic i'm just curious yeah i uh you know what i can see it now like i think i did get a lot of like 
the pacing and timing and like you know like some f- like facial expression like you just weirdly like without even knowing it i think you just uh i can see it now yeah like i can definitely like tell that you know uh, you know i'm his son and mm-hmm. it, it comes from that yeah uh so but it's all like none of it's you know was thought of like none of it is sure like growing up thinking like how oh, i'm doing the, you know i don't know if anybody thinks that but no maybe not i mean yeah. it does seem that it's ingrained i just it's now that you're saying that it and and then knowing your your work it is interesting to sort of if you think of it in terms of uh just your type of stage presence because mm. you don't have maybe the typical nowadays stand-up presence yeah. you've got you've got your own thing and I, I i just wonder if that might come from you know yeah growing up with that no uh i definitely you know it did you know what always helped me too is like uh being from the south and like uh just talking slower mm-hmm. like helped uh with just pacing like i never was fast mm-hmm. so uh you know that's just out of the luck of now i i would my accent used to be so much more mm-hmm. that I would people would have trouble sometimes like oh. drawing out words like mm-hmm. when I was in Chicago like it would like you know I, I think people could like sometimes you'd just be like what did he say like mm-hmm. uh, so I would have to like start I would have to like really enunciate yeah. like words uh, and I still do that now but it is like you know yeah it's weird like it's just weird stuff like that that you know it's like I know people from the South talk slower but you would never think it could help you like right. and it does in the because it, like that was the thing that I never had to worry about I never was going to go too fast sure you know yeah I mean and there is something to be said too for not just for talking slower but adding that stage presence it's like oh by the way I'm talking slower but you're going to continue listening to yeah me. you know that's yeah. something that people under they don't appreciate yeah um so okay so you go to Chicago is that where you first heard this album that's Chicago was this was it so Chicago's like that's when I uh, would listen to the album, and uh, I just—I mean, I thought it was the best. I watched the special and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and like I just thought it was—it uh, I, I, was just perfect. It was like you know, it was just you're just seeing a guy, whether he, that's the comedy you like or anything or whatever it is. It's like for the the place and the time capsule of it all. Like that's how comedy was done. Yeah, and this guy was the best, and he kept it everything was like down to like when you watch him and he's doing like his movements yeah and stuff it's it's all like you know just timed out like where you're like this guy you know it's you could tell it's something that's work like yeah he's worked into this definitely i don't think it's robin williams and it's all made up and mm-hmm. you know it's like you can tell like this is a craft right yeah and it's very and it is very specific and it's very honed um, what gets lost in the discussion sometimes about Seinfeld is what is his point of view? And I'm just curious, what about his point of view drew you in that made you interested in what he had to say? Uh, well, he's, I mean, I don't, you know, I, it's just the observation. Like, it's like, I don't know, maybe they're like, it's his, it's his like just commenting on the same stuff that like, you know, someone being observational, it's, it's impressive in the fact that like, cause when you think of it now, it's like a little bit harder. Cause it's like, it's almost all been done like not it's all been done but it's sure. like we we it's it's been done a lot mm-hmm. but like then it's like you know to, to be the guy that can come up with something that goes yeah but it, you know that is right that does why does that you know you make mm-hmm. someone laugh like that's like he caught that other people are not catching it sure. other people are just letting it go by mm-hmm. he caught it and then made some so like that's like that's something right yeah. there the fact that he is just can sit there you know i know like he's talked about like as a comic, like you're kind of like, 
you're just like you if you're in like a party like you're you're in the party but you're kind of like above the party just looking around trying to right. see what i could make funny yeah and you know he was a guy that i think like first realized like he's constantly probably he's always thinking about bits always trying to think of like how's this funny is this funny mm-hmm. what about this why do they do that and uh, i heard someone else uh i think burr on i heard him on like something like but talking about seinfeld like you could you can see he has anger mm-hmm. like because that's why he's upset he's you know it's all stuff that's like kind of observational stuff is going to be stuff that kind of drives you crazy mm-hmm. not maybe it's not complete anger sure but it's like the frustrations that's all it is no mm-hmm. one's going to be like and this look at this this works out great like right. that's not funny at all <laughs> right. so uh comedy has to have you know his that even has to have that yeah you know but it's about just mundane stuff it's not anything that's i think he's doing a little bit more now mm-hmm. but then it's like nothing like crazy but that's like what that was like the thing like that was like mind blowing in the 80s and 90s Definitely. you know like to have that you know he was like crazy i and i also wonder too is if they uh sometimes the the idea that he's a quote unquote clean comic that if if that also sometimes distracts people from the fact that yeah no this is this is a guy who's playing very paying very close attention to things and he's really got a craft yeah sometimes people just sort of assume that because he's being clean that he doesn't have a point of view that he can't yeah. be angry yeah you know yeah is that do you see yeah. that happen a lot yeah no yeah like i'm clean and <laughs> yeah. uh you know, and that's the other thing that will draw you to stuff. Like, I mean, I grew up, I, I, I was allowed to listen to, like, I, my parents wouldn't let me listen to, like, a bunch of his stuff. Mm-hmm. So, everything I listened to was clean. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, I think, you know, you can get away with more. I always tell comics, like, if you just don't cuss, mm-hmm. you can say so much more than you think you can say. Yeah. But, like, the cussing is what draws everybody's attention. Yeah. So, if you, when you, when you cuss like it's like that's when everybody's like well you can't now you gotta you know I know there's jokes that are like you can tell a really dirty joke without but I mean Seinfeld did their show did a whole show on masturbation yeah, yeah. Uh, you know like like crazy things that like they would get across mm-hmm. uh, and say stuff uh, I always got my buddy Joe List would always bring up like the sh- on Seinfeld they talked about like having an, uh, an abortion yeah. basically yeah. and he's like oh, I'm not talking about that mm-hmm. like that's wild mm-hmm. that he said that like that's yeah. more edgy than anything yeah just to, that era to be like I'm not telling you if I've had an abortion or not because right. if you haven't I think you would go I've never had one right. right so it's like he's leaving that that's pretty crazy and I yeah. know it's a mix of him and Larry David sure but that's what the like I I know everybody loves Larry David I love Larry David too but like I love Seinfeld because Seinfeld's got to be the guy that goes well you're not gonna be able to say that in front of people man yeah. so like you know it's like larry david can be like go crazy and seinfeld will be like well let's let, we can do that but mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you let's figure out a way to do it where we're, we're gonna maybe get it through yeah and uh you know the contest on site they he does that whole show they don't mention masturbation once yeah and uh that's you know it's like you can get a lot more out Definitely. and it's i don't know it's just different it's like it, you know, it was great. I think it is more of a. I mean, again, I like plenty of comedians who will swear, but yeah. I do still feel. I don't think it's old fashioned to think that it's more of a craft when you set that limitation yeah. on yourself. You don't have to do it, but when you do, I mean, you're no, thinking yeah. about joke structure. I think in a different way. Yeah, you don't think about. I mean, I have no jokes on uh, sex, mm-hmm. and uh, I just, you know, not against them. Sure, uh, but. I just like it's the way I started writing mm-hmm. and the way I started thinking. I just don't think like that. And the benefit of that for me has been 
I'm now like when you know a bunch of guys have jokes on sex like mm-hmm. I'm just not going to have so if we have a thought we're never go- I won't at least go that way that they're right. all going to go yeah and so it's like yeah it, it can kind of somewhat like you're like alright I can just kind of stay in my own little thing like not that yeah. you can't be original you know sure. obviously but uh, yeah, I don't know it, it, it has helped you know, you, know. you talk about that 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 dialogue between Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld. I wonder though, do you have your own inner monologue that's that's ever like, uh, you know, where you have to when you're first writing a joke, you're first coming up with a concept, or maybe you're improvising something on the spot, where you do have the impulse to go not not swear or anything, but just I don't know, go too far. I don't know what that even means, yeah. but just but then you having to draw yourself back to make the joke work. Uh, I. You know, I haven't yet. I've I've maybe had a joke that was I've had a joke that was dirty, mm-hmm. and I've done like, but it would be I only didn't like you know, uh you know sometimes late night sometimes I might have to cuss like if it's a late show if it's mm-hmm. midnight or one uh-huh. like I'll just cuss <laughs> really? about okay. like honking a horn like it's the <laughs> stupidest thing in the world <laughs> but you just you know you try to make it just sound because these people are drunk and yeah you, they don't know. And uh, they're not listening anyway, so <laughs> no, one's li- no one's listening. <laughs> uh, so, but I, you know, not really. Like I just, uh, I, just, I don't know. I, I, I haven't hit that. I haven't crossed it yet. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I were, I could be mean. I, I did. There's a point where I had a lot of stuff about my wife, and I had like, I was like too much. Okay. To where I could fill an audience, like being like, all right, why are you even married? Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, so I, I would have to be like, all right, I need to put myself. I've got to now add me into some of these jokes. Yeah. So I got to balance it out. So it's like, it just doesn't look like an overload on her. Right. And then people are like, all right, like yeah. that's too much. That would be the, that's the stuff that I would like come across. Like, cause your humor would be, uh, I don't know. I, I talk about murder quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I use it like, you know, a lot of fighting in my jokes. Uh huh. But you can get away with that if you, you don't you cuss. Can. As, if you don't I mean, cuss, just get away with all that. But that's just that's so, yeah. It's so true. I mean, I, I have this Weird Al album out, and this guy is an example. I'm always talking about yeah. the crap he gets away with. Yeah. And he's never said a filthy thing. Yeah. He, but he's made. He's got. He's got a, one of the best masturbation jokes I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. But he gets away with it because it's clean, and it that makes it creative. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the art of it. I, yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's it's yeah it's uh. It's great, and I would imagine like I don't know how everybody is. It's clean, like, mm-hmm. but I do think it's like it is. It's really important, like how you start. Like I know you you could switch, mm-hmm. but I think it really is important, like how you start, like because it's like that's just how uh, it starts out. Like it's like you know it's the the what you're gonna be. Or I guess the the I guess being true to yourself, like you know, I would always like for me being clean was like. I would have been clean probably to begin with, but it's also like my parents. Like I, I don't want them to be mad at me. Like, yeah. And so I still that still is in my head now, even though I'm 35. Like I have my own kid. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. But it's still in my head. That still is like I don't want them to be, you know, mad or upset. So that's the thing that you know whatever it is that makes you right. Whatever you know. In New York, I know a lot of guys they'd cuss, but I mean once you move there you realize that's how they talk that's how their parents talk that's mm-hmm. how everybody talks i would see kids on subways like and they're just filthy mm-hmm. and you're like you're seven mm-hmm. and uh but then oh, it's I like they up. just yeah it's like but they grew up like that so then you realize oh that's just how they it's nothing to them <coughs> yeah so you know to them it's like they have to like somewhat you know sometimes they have to dial down because you're like you cuss so much that like you're like i don't even know what you're saying right yeah 
<laughs> do you have a favorite bit off of this album or a favorite few bits uh, uh some fantastic stuff on this yeah i loved uh his uh the joke about going going to the airport mm-hmm. which is like a perfect example of the era of this mm-hmm. but like uh when he goes to the airport like in the they're doing the uh uh the faucets when he goes in like they can't trust us like we're going to cut it on and <laughs> everybody runs out and like right. it's like we got a business meeting to go to you idiot he goes who cares water just we're leaving it on right. <laughs> like we have no control over ourselves uh the milk one is great mm-hmm. with the cow <laughs> july 3rd does he tip you off it's terrific uh man i meant to listen to it before i came here and i didn't this is another thing yeah what? The Olympics, the Olympic thing is oh. unreal. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, you wait your whole life, you know, and just uh, uh, like <laughs> he goes, the guy lost by if a guy would have had a pimp, he lost by a nose. If he had a pimple, he would have won. <laughs> he goes, fastest guy in the world, never heard of him. <laughs> like that's the, I love that. Like fastest guy in the world, yeah. never heard. Like it's awesome. And that's the art of that too, because that just just sounds like a goofy joke, but at the end of the day, that's kind. It's not dark. But it's definitely heavy. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, it's like, yeah, about the fastest guy. Like, yeah, yeah it's like you're saying, like, you're on TV just saying, like, this guy works his whole life. Mm-hmm. If you want to be an Olympic guy, you can go work your whole life. You can be the best in the world, mm-hmm. the fastest human being on earth, mm-hmm. and no one will recognize you or know your name, and you're doing something more important than other, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're representing your country. Yeah. And Olympic athletes are the least known athletes. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Golf, you know a lot more golfers than you would ever know. Right. Olympic athletes. I, I'm also thinking too. I, you reminded me with the the bit about the sinks is that like there's I, I do forget that sometimes he does this like he likes to overact. Yeah. He really likes to. Yeah. I won't call it mugging, but he really likes to go nuts every once in a clown. Yeah. He likes to clown. Yeah. Um. Do you ever get that impulse, or is that just not you? Uh, I'm trying to get a little better. Uh, of like moving around like I've watched like you know I was watching Burr just recently like mm-hmm. and I feel like he is starting like really like kind of throwing some stuff in there and I, I understand it now I, I understand why you'd want to do it at the beginning I didn't want to do it but now I understand like if you're really telling a story it's like I talk with my hands a lot anyway uh-huh. but they but like if you're really telling a story and like, and then you like act and then you like kind of do it it just adds more to the joke like it really shows like the crowd like I'm really into this yeah uh you know, but the fear is also if the joke does work, it's like probably the worst thing in the world, like to be bombing and then having to like act out something <laughs> right. to people. Like, oh god, that would, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. But I remember I would add little movements. I'm getting a little better, mm-hmm. but I I have to work on it. I have to, uh, you know, add like little stuff. I have a joke uh, uh, where I play a prank on my buddy at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and I at the end of it, it's like I say the guy, uh, the one guy was cracking his neck. And I and I cracked my neck on stage, but that took a long time for me to do. Yeah. That was very uncomfortable for me to do. Yeah, huh? And uh, now what I try to do is like if I'm at a club for a weekend, I can I'll try to make myself like walk to a point on a stage. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be like, go try to make yourself go. Okay. It's very hard. Yeah, I don't even always do it. Sure, but I'm trying to be like go to the corner, right, and just see what it feels like over there yeah and then just trying to like add a little you know i don't ever want to be crazy Mm because i I don't think it's it would not be my style but you know you're just trying to be yourself a little bit more like i can be a little more animated so i think it's like when you get on stage you're almost just trying to like 
get it up to like how you are yeah you know yeah that's that's interesting is because some comics talk about needing to find that some comics talk about needing to find a voice too where well i'm now comfortable to talk about my actual life where i used to be hiding just behind jokes that weren't yeah. true yeah um yeah I, that's I, I just it's interesting to me that some people do want to be more themselves and some people maybe want to they want to find it maybe a solid maybe not a character but a point of view that's not necessarily them yeah i mean there's but you want your point of view to be ref- your genuine human point of view up there, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, I don't know if I, I don't think of it like it's like I don't care. Like it's in the point of view. I want it to be funny. Okay. So, uh, you know, you just like you just want to make sure that it's uh, funny, and you want to see people really laughing, and you want to be like, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's you know whether that is going to be my you know it is I guess it is your point of view in a sense. Mm-hmm uh that it but it's yeah it's just there's i don't feel like there's any i don't try to do any like uh tricks i'm not trying to do like something like to make someone think something of course yeah but yeah but it is you want to get yourself across like you want to get you know you want everything to be i don't know i mean i would say most of my jokes are all uh pretty pretty accurate like uh, you know uh may some stuff could not I don't know. It's all pretty close. Yeah. So it's like, it's nice to have that when someone can be, you know, when someone's like, is that even true? And you're like, yeah, it's all like, it's all true. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you just make it a little more colorful. Of course. To tell it. Um, So what kind of, you talked about your parents bringing you up with kind of clean comedy. Yeah. So what, what was the kind of stuff you were listening to and when did you branch off and start listening to your own stuff? Uh, I don't know if I ever did branch off until I started. Not until Chicago. Yeah. No, I really didn't. Like, uh-huh. I was, yeah, pretty, uh, uh, what is it? What's the word? Naive? Is it naive? Is that the word? That's, no. that's, that's fine. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Where you just believe everybody? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so I remember listening to Sinbad. Okay. Afros and Bell Bottoms. That was another one that I was pretty blown away by. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great. Mm-hmm. He gets over, I think people think he, I feel like people sometimes will think of him like, I don't know. I don't. They they just like put him aside. Like they're like, yeah. oh, you Sinbad, and you're like, Sinbad's ridiculous. That special was great. Yeah. Uh, so like you know Sinbad and I think uh, Cosby is like those, and then the first ones I remember like Brian Regan was the first uh, album I ever heard. My dad gave me that. It was okay. he he bought it like at a truck stop, mm-hmm. and then was like, you got to listen to this album. Uh, because my dad was telling me he's like I had to pull over I was laughing so hard <laughs> and so that Brian Regan was the first time I realized like that there could be someone that funny and not he's not famous like yeah. I didn't understand yeah. that like I was that was the first time I was like you know you're like you figured the best or I know him mm-hmm. and then you see that and you're like well that guy's probably the funniest guy I've ever heard in my life right. and that out Brian Regan live is. I mean, I like I talked about this one because it's Seinfeld. Sure. It means about Brian Ring Live is probably the. Do you get that one a lot? I, you know. Uh-uh. Oh, really? He's never brought that up. Oh, I wow. think it be, could be because of exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Like, that he's a, the biggest working comedian there is, but yeah. again, not the name that he should be. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, well, yeah, yeah, because when you start out, you wouldn't know about him. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, I think now maybe people, like, comics coming up sure. now, he's a little more known. Like, maybe they probably know who he is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that Brian Reed Live was like, I mean, that album's nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of the top albums ever. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, that guy's just on the road, just killing it. Yeah. That was almost like a perfect, like, because he was just on the road killing it. Like, now, like, no one comedy, you're like, so 
he was like whatever not getting like he was doing like letterman's or doing all this stuff but like yeah. not getting his crazy like things and then just to be like you know that's like a good way to be he just sits back and just goes all right and then releases his album and then it's just like that album made it so good that it's like it just blew up and it blew him up mm-hmm. into doing theaters just off like you know a word of mouth like right. not even like and you know the and obviously the internet's here but it sure. wasn't like it is now no it was just like here, and you gotta have this CD. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. Well, and the internet can unfortunately make things big for just so long. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if if you did build your your act up in the day when the internet wasn't helping you, yeah, um, you might still be all right. I yeah. think. No, yeah. Um, all right, so I'm trying to think then. Uh, so you listened to this album first in Chicago. Now, was it something that you bought yourself, sought it out, or did, did a friend give it to you, somebody give it to you, or? Uh, how did I get it? I think I, uh, did my parents bought it. I, I, I think I, I bought it. Okay. I might have bought the, the DVD. Okay. And uh, and I might have bought the album, too, the like CD. Huh? Did you get it at Tower I think in Chicago? So, yeah. It's the best shop ever. And then uh, we, it was like, it was like that. I saw him. I, we went. We went and saw him too. Oh. Like right when I started. Right when I moved to Chicago, mm-hmm. I was there like two months, and then I flew home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and we went back and saw him. And then the other thing too was like with him was a uh, uh, comedian. Mm-hmm. When he, that came out, I watched that. I remember going to see that in a movie theater. Yeah. Like, and that was like right when I was about to move. Okay. So that was a big one. Like, that's the other thing. Like, he did that, and, like, that's still one of the best. Like, I'll still watch that now. That's great. Because, uh, yeah. Especially, got, and I kept watching it. It was nice to move to New York and then watch it before I go to New York. Then, like, every year I could watch it, and mm-hmm. I would start, like, now I'm starting to know who the comics are that's in awesome. it. And then I would recognize, you know, the clubs. You're like, oh, I've, I performed there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's, you know. And then, so that was, like, that 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 was pretty awesome. Like that was like the uh, that was like my guide to New York. I feel like I feel like the documentary might have been. It might turn out. Might end up being more seminal for more comics who end up succeeding than we might realize right now. Since it only came out what ten years ago, something yeah. like that. So yeah. give it another ten years. I think it'll be more obvious how the impact that movie had. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I didn't do stand up, but I loved it myself. Yeah. And so I didn't really think about it in terms of what it was doing for guys like you at the time. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, it was like everything, and like yeah, I and mean, that's like he has done so, like that's he's just, it's just been perfect like what he's done like, and like what he did for stand you know the, like everything like the, the show and then his album and then he does that comedian which is like that's not for everybody right but it's for us and it's for comedy fans and uh, and I would imagine people just want to watch anything with him in it sure but like it was you know that was a, so he's using his name to kind of show people that we do do the same jokes over and like we mm-hmm. which is like you know it's like I know it's like the thing like pulling the curtain but I don't know it's like shows someone working it at least shows people yeah. where they can I don't know if they watch it they understand it a little bit more where they don't expect you know where people don't see a, the same joke twice and they're like ah oh, this guy doesn't have an axe and you're like no you know, we have to. You know, it it's actually an interesting thing now that I'm thinking about it is just how different, like, the fact that your dad is a, a, a comedy magician. Mm-hmm. He's a magician and he's a comedian. Yeah. But the idea that magician is, the, the magic world is so secretive. Yeah. The comedy world is all about sharing. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and not even just among them. They'll talk, yeah. you know, you're here talking about your craft yeah. and how you do it. Um, I'm just wondering then how your how your dad combines the two because that's that's crazy and I'm wondering if that's ever like influenced you if you've ever been like sort of tight lipped about it or if, if it's if you've always been kind of free about talking about comedy. Uh, no, yeah, I think I was always pretty free about it mm-hmm. because you were like, I don't know, once you get in, you become obsessed. I mean, they're they're not tight lipped like once they get together. Yeah, like they're just like us, like it's like sure. at high school, like they have conventions. Mm-hmm. I always kind of wished like comedy had. Like I guess we we have festivals I guess, but they have magic conventions where right. it's just literally all of them, and uh, they just seem like the funnest. They do a bunch of them though, mm-hmm. and they all go to them, which I guess is a lot of festival. I keep there's a lot of festivals <laughs> too, but I don't know. They do so many of them, and like yeah, I was like you know, you're always like man, I wish like comics had like that. Like yeah. you know, I don't know. It's like something real like awesome to yeah. go. You just hanging out. You know, that's the best thing about festivals is like when you go. Just yeah. to hang out with the guys you don't get to see. Sure. Uh, the thing about magic too, then, is that, like you know, something you can't do in comedy is you get to get, do the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. Not that you can't develop it. Not that you can't change it. But a yeah. lot of it depends on. I just spent a ton of money and time perfecting this. Yes. It's gonna blow you away every time you see. Yes. It. And that's yes. so weird to me because you can't do. Maybe at one point you could do that as a comedian because you were traveling around. Nobody could see it on the internet. Nobody even saw it on TV at one point. So yeah. you you got to give everybody that as the, for the first time and they loved it. Yeah, that is yeah. When you do that, that is a hard thing because it's like when you do like, uh, it's like I'm doing a I'm gonna do a special, and uh, so I'm, I have some stuff for my album on it, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm like kind of worried about it because I'm like I don't know you know. And then I had stuff from like. My Tonight Show appearances or late night appearances, mm-hmm. and some of that's on that. That it's not on my album, but it's just newer. But it's like you know, it's like I don't know. Some stuff you're like you worry about people being like, oh, this you're, this yeah. is. But then you know, but the platform is like it's like the special is like much different than it's way more than my album. Yeah. So it's like I you know you can't. I get it. Like you you want to keep doing new stuff, sure. but in a way you're like, look, I you know I got to sacrifice the. 80 people that listen to my album I don't know, like you know what i mean but like yeah. the number versus this other number of people right. that you know i do shows every night and like people come up they don't know who i am sure. like so you're like majority of people are will have no idea i always assume that a special is okay to be a, a series of greatest hits yeah. sort of though so i mean i i understand what you're saying but i feel like it should be like agreed upon in the comedy world that it's okay <laughs> yeah i think it is stuff, i always yeah. wondered if like people like you you don't ever know if regular people know like with late night spots like mm-hmm. you're like i wonder if they know that that's like that's just like that's going to be you're going to see that again yeah yeah no one's going to just write this and be like this is a tonight show bit right i'm never doing it again yeah you know so you i don't know if people realize that i remember as a I kid being do. shocked at it like it's like oh i I've seen that before, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm the only person who saw that twice. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. get it. I get yeah. it. We're in the same club. I yeah. felt like, you know, hey, Louis C.K., I yeah. see you did that weird bit when he was doing weird comedy. I saw that on another show. That's awesome. Like, there yeah. is this kind of, that's the one thing I think about growing up loving comedy, too, is you do, it does feel like this little, a lot littler club than it actually is, but. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Just, like, oh, yeah, like, with guys, I mean, there's so many guys doing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it is like but the guys that are like in it. Yeah, thing, you know? yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, yeah. It's interesting. I mean, you know, the comedy's like in a way like, I mean, Cosby like is like one of the beginning stand-ups, mm-hmm. and he's still and he's alive. Yeah. Like you know, like yeah. 
I don't know when Stan was it. Is it Shecky Green or who's supposedly the first you know, one I of mean, those? Like, like the, something yeah, old. Yeah, traditional stand-ups. I mean, yeah, fifties really. Like what yeah. we think of as a stand-up is really the fifties. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's like Cosby. Like you mm-hmm. know, they're alive. Yeah. So like that's how new it is. Yeah. In a, you it's know. true. So it's like it's not a huge thing, and uh, or I mean it is big, but it's not like overly. I don't know. People don't worry. It's not like music. Mm-hmm. I always think I get mad at music because mm-hmm. of that. Like, because it's like, you know, music is like, you can be in a band and like have a fan base and like tour and just be, no one would ever know. You. But yeah. people are searching music out. Right. And there's so much music. It's true. And people are just searching it out. Like they're just grabbing it, grasping at anything mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I just need, I want a new band. Like everybody right. just wants the next new band. Yeah. Who's the new band? Have you heard this band? You know? And like you went, you know, comedy's like, there's some people that are search it out, but then sure. the majority don't. No, exactly. And I mean, it's one of those things I actually had to learn. This podcast sort of taught me that because, like, yeah. I, you know, now I've got close to like 300 albums, and a bunch of them are people that I either never forced myself to listen to and should have, yeah. or had never heard of. Yeah. Like, isn't this a crazy looking album? Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things you don't, I get, I think you're right. People don't seek out new yeah. comedy yeah i guess me and i don't know why that is do you have any i, I don't know yeah. uh, i mean I, I, I don't think comedy is like on uh it's it's just not in your mind i guess you know i mean every time you go to a club it's usually people go i've never they've never been to a comedy club yeah like and that's still like you know you can still today think like you've never been to a comedy but then it's like why would they have gone yeah. like and sometimes they're 18 or 19 like mm-hmm. they can't yeah. So you're going to constantly be meeting people that have never gone to a comedy club. Yeah. They've seen concerts. Sure. But they've never, you know, so it's like something I guess that you have to wait. And, uh, you know, it's it's on TV more. Like, you definitely, like, see it, you know, in Tonight Show. And those guys are throwing people on and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, Comedy Central. But, yeah, it's not. I don't know. I don't know why. I guess you do sort of forget if you're performing in front of people at some point there's the concept of audience and not to say that they're faceless but you do sort of lump them and do assume that maybe the same people are coming back but i, I yeah. guess I, I can see the, the sort of surprise when people because I, I i love comedy but i don't yeah. go to comedy clubs that often yeah you know i have to really seek it out it has to be somebody yeah. i love yeah and it has to be worth the money you know yeah. what i mean like no that's know, the i'm not a rich man so no no yeah that's the yeah it's, it's expensive it's mm-hmm. you know and now it's like there's so many free shows sure that uh, we can see the same comic. It's funny, if, kind of like that's one thing too. If people knew, uh, like people that aren't in comedy, like they they get taken. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're if you look seek anything in comedy, you can go see whoever you want to go see for free for sure. Yeah, easily, mm-hmm. or at least like even cheat. You know, you don't have to go wait to see Seinfeld. Or you know, I mean, get Seinfeld. Like, but he still goes. He bounces around New York. Yeah. Like. Uh, you know, but Burr, like you can go, you could time it out. You could go see whoever your favorite comic is. Yeah. Very up close. Yeah. And in a small, you know, venue. That's New York's what, perfect for that, right? New York is like perfect. Uh, there's a clip on YouTube with Eddie Murphy doing Raw. Mm-hmm. And do you have that one? Do you get that one on? It's curious. You know, people bring up his first album. Yeah. More. They don't bring up Raw that much. Oh, yeah. Which is weird. Delirious is. Or Delirious yeah. even. Like the oh. comedian. Uh, which I think is his first. Movie. I don't even know if I've even seen. Yeah, it's, or I heard it. Like it's pretty good. It's not yeah. as good as those two, but yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty mind blowing. He's mm-hmm. like the. I feel like he's like he was like a, like a prodigy that was like definitely. It's a crazy like that guy. That's crazy. I mean, to start at fifteen and then get on SNL when yeah. you're nineteen, that's you're not. Yeah, and then his specials were unreal. Oh yeah, like oh, I, yeah. I think Chappelle's specials are great, but I don't think there is. 
they're not like Mur- Eddie Murphy specials were like so funny, mm-hmm. and they're like, I mean, so you're like, I can't believe this is like this dude's saying like I know he's coming up with this stuff is mm-hmm. this is a kid I know and you like you know you think he might be thirty right. He's got that weird mix like where he does draw where he's like clearly drawing from a damaged childhood, yeah. but also like uh, there's mix of like, hey, I'm famous now. Here's the people I run into, yeah. and then like observational stuff mixed in and yeah. intertwined. Like I couldn't like look at one of his albums and be like, here's the theme of that album. Yeah, not that that matters, but like yeah. I could not ever do that. It's yeah. just like here's a dude being funny for 45 minutes yeah. in the back. Like that's those are the kind yeah. of comedians who I think again like Jerry Seinfeld kind of make it yeah you know yeah not to say that you can't be high-minded about it but like no yeah laughter is it. well that's the whole <laughs> yeah that's the point of it that's the job is like you know you want people to laugh mm-hmm. so you know if you do want to try to get your point across it's like just do it in a funny way like you know laugh, being funny and having the crowd laugh is is priority one mm-hmm. and then the you know then you figure out from there but it's like everything's got to be to make that person laugh yeah do you ever, when you're putting together a joke, are you like, oh, this is particularly dark, or you don't realize it until you sort of it comes out of your mouth? Yeah, there's. I've had, I remember doing one that, like, it was like, uh, is in New York. I did it was a joke about 9/11, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, it was bad. Like I was saying, like people were saying it was an inside job, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just like, when you read about the inside job, you're like, I just don't think like our world is like that cool like you know in a weird way like it sounds like a movie that's like a movie i don't think i just don't think we're that there's no way we're like that you know we're not a movie right uh and i think i told it better right then than i did ever back then (laughs) which because back then i watch i'm I'm gonna bring it back yeah maybe i'll bring it back i'll bring it like uh but they uh and then um no but i like that that, i remember that doing that joke was like i was like oh that didn't i didn't i really care for that feeling like i was like i felt bad i was like you know yeah and then you just went out yeah 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 you're like all right let me get out of this joke i usually i I can self-edit like Mm -hmm. you know sometimes i don't i don't ever i was never like just going to throw up any thought in front of people sure i would try to run in my head and quite a bit before i actually go do it mm-hmm. i mean is there also obviously again like you say priority one is a laugh but are you also sorry that's it this is for medicine so it's important um but uh jesus i'm so sorry no um, that's fine. that has never happened um but are you ever do you ever look at the joke after you're like this is funny but are you ever like does this have a purpose does this need to be told do you look at it that way or are you like no this is funny it'll work uh no I think I just think fu- like funny like do you mean like a purpose like in uh I don't know just like yeah. am I am I saying something new or am I saying something in a new way do you yeah you know uh no I mean I think maybe like sometimes maybe you start a joke or something if you worry about it being done before mm-hmm. maybe like that like sure. but then you realize. I think now, like the older I get into comedy, you start going like it doesn't matter. Like you, you, you stop yourself from writing so many jokes just off the fact that you're like, well, I can't talk about that. Of like, because this was this happened in an airport, and I don't want to say airport, uh, right? Where it's like, you know, because you just think, well, I don't need people to think I'm being hacked, you know? Yeah. And then you, and like I have a new joke now, like complaining about something on a plane and uh you know it's like normally i used to like would never do it because of that reason yeah and now you're like it doesn't matter if it's your own if you have your own voice yeah 
then you're going to do your own thing. Like, you know, you're not going to be, no one's going to, you know, it's, it's, it makes it harder for people to ever, I don't think people steal as much as people think they do. No. But it would make it harder for anybody to take anything from sure. you. And it makes it everything you, you know, there was an old thing about saying like with Jay Leno, like in an old comedy book I read when I mm-hmm. first started, like saying like he had, everybody was doing jokes about McDonald's and they'd be like, but you're Jay Leno's joke about McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like that you want to be that. So it's like, whatever you can have a joke like everybody else, but sure. you want your joke to be better than everybody else's that they go like, well, have you heard? Right. You know? So I think that's the, I don't know if that makes sense. No, or, it does. Yeah. It does. Um, all right. So what I like to do towards the end is I always like, to ask somebody if you're going to recommend this album to somebody if they somehow have never heard of Jerry Seinfeld yeah. or let's say they haven't heard this album they only yeah. know the TV show what's a, why is a good le- reason to listen to this what's why is it perfect it's just uh it's flawless comedy it's uh it's you know his out al- this album is top to bottom there's no it's not like long pauses it's not long it's just boom 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 jokes punches throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. it's uh you know, I almost think it's a traditional stand-up. It's a good, if you were getting into stand-up, it's like uh, to watch it. It's a good album to get into stand-up into. Like it's, yeah. you know, it, it's uh, everybody like likes it. You know, everybody loved his show Seinfeld. So he's, you know, I think that's why it's a good album to listen to and to start with. If you never heard it, like it's, I think you people would love it. Yeah, the observations I think still, you know, joke they still hold up. Definitely. Like so. That's, you know, that makes it, that just makes it great, I guess. I don't That's know. perfect. Yeah. Um, so where can people find you online? And do you have anything coming up that you want to plug? Uh, you can go, uh, go to I am Nate, NateBargetzi.com or I am Nate.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Twitter and stuff and all that. And then uh, I guess the big one, August 20th, I'm doing a show at Largo in L.A. with Ron Funches. Awesome. So, uh, yeah come to that that's that sounds like a good show it will be a lot of fun thank you guys for listening thank you for being here i loved it and as always everybody have a good thing comedy on vinyl is a production of stolen dress entertainment it is produced by mike warden and is hosted and edited by jason klom our theme song was composed and performed by richard levinson Please visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, and if you like us, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl, Twitter at Comedy on Vinyl, and find everything else at ComedyOnVinyl.com. Comedy on Vinyl.